do and, and do one for childhood leukemia also. Okay. For uh, not to the kids themselves, but parents of. Hi, um, this is Dave. Um, I'm just calling to uh, wish everybody well to the parents who've got uh, children who have uh, leukemia. Um, it's rough. You just got to hang in there, do your best that you can, and uh, I don't know. Um, I feel sorry for you. I know I know it's uh, not an easy thing to deal with, but uh, just make sure your kid's uh, happy and, you know, is enjoying the uh, last years of his life and things like that. Just make him as comfortable as possible. Sounds good. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> We have some. We we got letters from some listeners that uh, mm -hmm. and we decided that it would be a good way to target to get new uh, subscribers. Yes, it would. This is really hard. I'm sorry. Dude. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, sorry about that. No, let's let's, let's just keep moving. Let's I understand. Here, you want a Kleenex? No, it's okay. all right. Well. Sirius XM offers a total of 460 channels of music, talk, and sports. Finding time to listen to them all is nearly impossible. Until now. Introducing the Every Channel channel. All the stations you love, all at once. Listeners are raving. I love not having to choose between my favorite channels. It's your listening experience, Supersize. Awesome! It's 80s on 8, and Kids Pop, and Telemundo, and Hair Metal, and Korean News. Plus, the Jets game is in there somewhere, I think. Sirius XM wants you to hear it all. Hard. My ears! Oh, God, they're bleeding! Why? One channel to rule them all. The Every Channel Channel. And coming soon, the Every Channel Channel plus Pandora. <laughs> This portion of your Mickey Mouse Club is brought to you by High Pitch Eric, as he calls Disney World, as Mickey Mouse. Well, Disney World may help you. Let me speak to Michael Eisner. What's it regarding, sir? Take a wild guess. I have no idea. You work for Disney, right? I do. So, do you know who he, so do you know who he, do you know who this is? No. It's Mickey Mouse, you dope. Put Michael on the phone now. Mm-hmm. The secretary is on the line. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, you would like to speak to Mr. Eisner? Yes, please. Okay. This is Mickey Mouse. Your Mickey Mouse? Yes. I've had a very, very big problem. Okay. Uh, your problem, please? I'm, b I'm back in the bottle. I threw Minnie out last night. You threw Minnie out last night? That bitch is bukkake with goofy. I've been with your company a hundred years and treat you like crap. Either you give me a raise, I'm gonna come down and kick Michael's ass. What is what is the problem with me? I'm treated like crap. I want a raise. You want a raise? I want a raise. You want a raise? I'm Mickey Mouse. You're you Mickey Mouse. Yes. Oh. Uh, is it a number that, uh, they can contact you back? I'm, listen, I, I'm back to that crap. I won a goddamn Today on the Howard Stern Show, host of Late Night with Seth Meyers. You may think Trump isn't an expert on vaping, but remember, he sucks and he blows. Seth Meyers. 
tell people? I don't. Oh, we're on. Okay. Hey, good morning. Hey now. Hey you now. don't hey tell now. every time hey in every situation. Well, I mean, on the air, I do. That's yeah. where it's most important. I'm telling. I'm talking about when you're sitting there. At a dinner party. Hey no, no, no. I'm talking about... I'm, I'm, you were, you're coming halfway into the oh, conversation. Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have written me about this fart gate. <laughs> with Francesa? No, forget Francesa. Oh. With um, Chris Matthews. I actually was watching last night, and I didn't even notice the fart. I was watching this interview with Representative Eric... Uh, how do you say his name? Swal- Swalwell? I... First of all, this guy, Representative Eric Slawwell, seems to be on every MSNBC show. He's like the only representative in the country. So that's how I know him. <laughs> He's and, the only uh, representative? But Chris Matthews on Hardball was interviewing this guy. It's with my microphone moving. Hmm, hold on. Some, something weird going on. Watch this. <laughs> it won't stay? Uh, it's probably got to be tightened up. It's all right. It's weird. It's revolting. Uh, on Hardball last night, Chris Matthews was interviewing Representative Eric Stalwell, and a good friend of mine wrote me a note this morning. He said, you got to get to the bottom of this. There was an obvious fart, and uh, Chris Matthews is calling it fake news. He says it was his cup running against the 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 desk. <laughs> There's no fucking way. I, listen, I'm not an expert. You know, people are experts. You tune in. Uh, people are experts in sports, and they're on TV. People are experts in the stock market. I'm an expert in farting. I know when it's a fart. And this was a fart. It was a fart. It's not a cup. And I can even prove it. I'll do an experiment. How? Well, first listen to the tape, Robin. Five people testifying this week who were on the phone listening to the president talk about this swap of dirt for U.S. military aid. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans... <laughs> that's a little... Uh, that's a fart. Fashion forward. Here's a mug. The uh, Jeff the Drunk Shalom mug, as you can see. And uh, I have a similar surface here to the desk at MSNBC. How do you know that? Because I watch that show every night and it's a sleek, slick surface. That's how I know. You don't know where that cup was. Uh, it could have been sitting on a mat. So look, this is what a cup sounds like on a surface like that. You hear that? Here, listen to this. I'll do another test. Listen, Robin. You don't even know if it's the right kind of mug. Yeah, it is. I how do you know? Because they have a chalo mug on the set. <laughs> That's what a mug sounds like. And now Your science is species. Now let's go back to the tape. Five people have testified this week. U.S. military aid. President used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Yeah. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans. I'm a fart scholar. I've studied farting since, I don't know, college. But you don't have the exact material. You can't sneak a fart past Howard Stern. <laughs> I, I will reserve judgment on that one. Mike Walker from the uh, Gossip Game, when we played that years ago on the radio show, for those of you who have been listening for years, Mike Walker from the Gossip Game, he was from the National Enquirer, he uh, started this by denying that he farted. I pressed him <laughs> on it several times, and I think I finally got an admission of we guilt. We caught him. Yeah, here it is. Uh, for those of you who did not hear this, 
<laughs> and he said that wasn't a fart. And uh, I don't know what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was a fart. <laughs> you can't get it by me. And what's with all this shame and embarrassment? Stop it. Do what I do. Make it part of the show. Well, they're trying to pretend they have some kind of sophistication. Shame. Yeah. And aren't animals. I graduated magna cum laude in flatulence. As you know, Rob. Wow. Anyway, so... Uh, but that sounded awfully close to the mic for a fart. Yeah, well, the week before, Hardball had another fart that they denied was a fart. And uh, again, it was further away from the microphone. But nevertheless, it was a fart. Listen. The president directed that activity according to this memorandum today. Ken. Yes, Chris. And, and in fact, you know, Michael Cohen already stood up in court and said that when he pleaded guilty to these charges in the Southern District of New York. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fart, too. And they're denying that was a fart. Oh, well, Mike, they better get rid of those crazy sounds on the set. And Mike Francesca was denying it was Sessa. a fart. Fresca. 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 <laughs> Mike Francesca. <laughs> it's Sessa. Francesca was denying that he had a fart. So there you go. All right, here, time for a game, Robin. Who is singing on this song? It's a duet. Mm. You ready? When I'm away from you, I know what to say and do. But every time you're near, my courage. This is uh, singer number one. Singer number two. Oh, no, that's singer number one. Yeah. Singer number two. It's a new recording, I believe it or not. So they're not dead people. No, no, very much alive. Are they known for singing? Uh, one of them is. Who do you think that is? Wait a minute, I I have to hear that again. Here, I'll start it uh, here. I think the beginning is easier. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's it's not it's something you'll probably have difficulty with, but I'll give it to you again. See if you can even guess this first person. When I'm away from you, I know what to say. And you're telling me this is a well known person. Yes, very well known. I'm going to, that's a woman. <laughs> well, is it a woman or a man? Can you guys put that song back up for me? I just somehow erased it. I don't know how. It just disappeared. Great equipment. But, um, all right, first of all, black or white? Again with this? Well, why not? It's fun. We love it. 
I wasn't listening for that. Right, forget that. Man or woman? I'm going to say it's a woman. Okay, and who is it? Take a guess. Why not? What's it going to cost you? Let me, uh, you know, like the... the, uh, the You're not on Jeopardy. The voice sounds very familiar to me, but not singing. I'm th- trying to think of what that person sounds like talking. Right. All right. It's a woman. You don't know if, if she's white or black, and uh, but she's very famous. She's very famous. Yes. Very famous. Yeah, I would say A-list. As they say in the industry. Well, that's only three people. Academy Award winner. How's that? Hmm. Academy Award winner. Time is running out, Robin. You have five seconds left. You know her. But you, it's someone you would know. Someone you you would know. You would know. Yes, of course. Okay. Of course. I know everyone. I make a fool of myself. Give it to you one later. (laughs) (laughs) Once I tell you who it is, you're going to die. When I'm away from you, (laughs) you're going to die. First of all, when I heard who this was, I was like, Jesus, why did they put this out? But okay. I'm going to have a guess right now. Right. Whoopi Goldberg. That's a good guess. Can I lock you in on Whoopi Goldberg? Yes, go ahead. I'm going to lock you in again because I love that sound. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're wrong. It's not Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. It is. (laughs) This is crazy. Joe Pesci. What? Yeah, Joe Pesci. It isn't even a woman. No. That's what I thought it was a woman. Yeah. I mean, it's Joe Pesci singing with Adam Levine a love song. I'm not sure what. I I think Joe's being the woman and Adam's the dude. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Joe Pesci, I don't know what happened. He was retired for 18 years and now he has the Irishman and and then he felt compelled to put out a whole album. And this is brand new. Brand new. Yeah. With Adam Levine and several other uh, artists. I don't know what else is going on in the album. But when I heard this, I was like, why? I mean, does he really think he can sing? He's evidently put out records before that uh, are like Calypso and... Really? Joe Pesci. When I'm away from you, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know it's weird. Say. I can't wait for the video with these two guys. <laughs> no wonder he's been out of the limelight. Yeah, it's a love song. I mean, it's like, it's like a man and woman singing to each other. Yeah. And, you know, he's a tough guy. I'm scared of him. Obviously, just the softy. That's all an act. Yeah. Well, I was, I did say at first, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but I was leaning woman. Me too. Joe is uh, 76 years old. And that's Adam Levine right there. Yeah, I knew this guy was a real singer. Right. And I knew he was a guy. (laughs) Right. I got to talk to Adam and find out how this happened. Did they stay in the same room? or? <laughs> a lot of times they're not in the same room. I think that would be better. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if Adam could keep singing if he was in the same room. The same guy who got beaten to death in Casino. Oh, shit. 
or in, in Goodfellas when he goes, when he, right before he gets popped in the head, he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> he realizes. You talking to me? No, that's not him. No. That's De Niro. It's the, am I funny? You uh, think I'm funny? Do I amuse you? Do I amuse <laughs> you? I think you're funny. <laughs> no, that's. Oh, yeah. That's good. All right, good. A lot of sound coming at me at once. Okay. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. And then you're like, why? Yeah, did we need this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all right, listen. There's an a artist. gaping hole in the music industry. Yeah. If you want to hear some real music, though, I'm going to direct you once again to the SiriusXM app. Go to the Howard Stern Show corner. Uh, David Gray just came in. Uh, David David Gray recorded his hits Babylon and This Year's Love. They play a lot of his stuff on Coffee House. So if you're a Coffee House listener, you know David Gray's music. Uh, he also does a cover of Bruce Springsteen's Mansion on a Hill. He did it here in our studio. We weren't even in here, but um, beautiful recordings. And uh, a lot of fun to watch this guy work. Again, we have a whole bunch of this stuff on the Howard Stern section of the SiriusXM app. And while you're there, take a look at the High Pitch Eric way off right now in the Howard Stern section of the SiriusXM app. That is up and ready to be seen. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. The scale is still here, which immediately <laughs> reminded me of yesterday. Yes. Uh, there's a lot going on with that scale. We kept it here. We wanted to weigh Seth Myers and find out how many books it would take to lift <laughs> Seth Myers. Not emotional either. All right, Mindy, what's up in Texas? Good morning. Good morning. Long time, first time. I was just freaking out, yelling at the radio for Robin to say Macy Gray. You thought it was I Macy can't Gray. I believe that was Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Well, you know what it is? Someone brought me this track and uh, played it for me, and I, I, I was sitting with it for days because I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't even know how I felt about it. And then uh, someone said to me, well, see if Robin can guess who it is, and I thought that was a good way to deal with it. But, I, I mean... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the guy's retired for 18 years. He comes out with uh, the Irishman. He doesn't want to talk to anybody in show business. And then he comes out with this song with Adam Levine. It's so crazy. Uh, it's so romantic. Yeah. Well, yeah, he sounded like a woman who was coming on to Adam. Yes. That's why I want the video to come out, and I want to shoot it. I'd like to direct it. That'd be great. It's a whole new Joe well, Pesci. Take my call. You bet. All right, Mindy. Uh, let's go to Richard, take a couple of phone calls. Richard, what's on your mind in Colorado? Oh, uh, wow. Gary's MC outfit from yesterday, you have to make him wear that every day. I know. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. Gary's not opposed to that, by the way. He likes it. He does. He likes his outfit. Uh, yeah, if you haven't gone on, what we're referring to is uh, yesterday's weigh-in of High Pitch Eric. Gary was dressed as kind of a carnival master. If, I don't even know what else to call it. You Ringmaster. Right, Barker. Carnival Barker. A lot of people wrote us about that uh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday's high pitch Eric weigh in. The segment was hilarious. I waited to start my work day after the interview was over. I couldn't miss one minute of that feeble minded fatso. <laughs> uh, the segment with high pitch Eric getting on the scale was great. Fred was killing me with the screaming elephant drops. Excellent work, guys. <laughs> we also spoke to Eric about making money on Cameo. The audience was furious. How is it that high pitch Eric earns more than me? And I have a master's degree. I can't even listen to this. Yeah, that is particularly infuriating to people who have a higher education who don't make 70000 It's infuriating to everyone, practically, Howard. Yeah, well, it's There's kind of... There's not a very, very many people with a, an IQ as low as Eric's. 
It's kind of like when uh, I opened up the paper this morning and found out that Kylie Jenner is a billionaire and sold um, 50% of her cosmetics line to Cody. Yeah, well, she was already a billionaire. Yeah, and she and got... now $600 million she for got, part of her company. She got $600 million. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know your feeling. They say she is an icon of the age and has an uncanny ability to figure out what people want. Kylie Jenner is the first member of the reality TV clan to add billionaire to her resume after... Flipping a controlling share of her Kylie Cosmetics line to Cody, C-O-T-Y Cody, the parent company of CoverGirl and other beauty mainstays for $600 million. The new business partner announced on Monday. And, you know. She may- launched her uh, whole company when she was 18, I think, with some kind of a lip gloss or lipstick. And it sold out in hours. And she's gone on from there. Makes sense, too, because Kylie has over, listen to this, 270 million Instagram followers or 270 million social media uh, followers. Uh, And to put this in perspective, it says in this article in the Post, New York Post, with a single post, she's able to reach more than double the number of people who watch the Super Bowl every year. Mm -hmm. It's tremendous reach. So she's taken this following she has and monetized it through cosmetics and uh, has become a billionaire. And it's annoying. Well, that's the whole Kardashian model yeah. is that, you you know, she just jumped into the family business of being on that TV show and has monetized it. She's some catch. Is she married? No, she had a baby with, uh, what's his name, Travis something. Some basketball rapper, player? Rapper. Oh, rapper. And uh, I think they just recently broke up. Why would you break up with her? I'd lock that in. Well, these kids are crazy, Howard. <laughs> crazy kids. <laughs> uh, she's hot, and, you know, I'm looking at this picture. Or she's cute. And... She must be annoying. Who cares? I can put up with anything she has to say. You think you could. When she gets real annoying, I'll bang her. <laughs> <laughs> Get me relaxed. You think you could. She can't be that annoying. She's a billionaire. She's good looking. She can't be that annoying. And you talk about, you should follow the Kardashians. You want to get upset about uh, somebody flaunting their wealth. Yeah. Because I think uh, they are into giving each other these ridiculously expensive cars for different holidays. And they put that on TV. They just put it on Instagram, you know, and they'll show you, you know, them getting a new car or uh, giving a car that costs a couple of hundred thousand dollars to uh, their boyfriend or something. Anyway, getting back to Eric, poor psych is struggling and on the verge of losing his life while high pitch Eric is perfectly fine living off our tax dollars. Life isn't fair. I think I just vomited a little. Oh, my God, no. One listener thinks that High Pitch's tax situation will be his undoing. Does Eric, like Al Capone, does Eric realize that this cameo income is going to fuck up their free government money? Rent control will be going bye-bye. Cameo is whack-pack kryptonite. The fans are also very upset that Eric got his driver's license, bought a car, 
and has been driving recklessly through the streets of New York. Already racked up like bills of like $9,000 repairing the car after accidents. It's vital that high pitch Eric gets his car taken away. He will hurt or kill someone. He doesn't understand anything about driving or the rules of the road. Please don't give him the platform to make money on Cameo. Well, write Cameo. What do you write me? Hopefully, well, you know what's interesting? <clears throat> all the things, all the safeguards that are supposed to keep Eric off the road failed. And the whole system failed. <laughs> I can't uh, get a driver's license, but he has one. You know, I got to go renew my license. I told you now it's turned into a whole bureaucracy because if you want to use your license as a form of identification, legal identification, especially on airplanes, um, you've got to have a special license now. An enhanced, an enhanced license. license. Yes. I can only imagine, I, I, you know, I can only imagine the horror scene going down at Department of Motor Vehicles. But anyway, please don't give him the platform to make money on Cameo. Hopefully a lack of income will deter him from continuing to drive. And also, uh, for those of you who have seen it on the app and uh, heard it on the radio, High Pitch Eric got very flirty with Chris Wilding, one of oh, the writers here on the show. The fans appreciated Chris taking one for the team. Chris and High Pitch Eric were fucking awesome. I didn't know whether to laugh or vomit. Chris Wilding, you are the best. A real team player. Chris Wilding deserves a spot in the Radio Hall of Fame for his <laughs> interactions with High Pitch Eric. The man is a gem. My sides were hurting from laughter today. Uh, first, Andy so Cohn, first, Andy Cohn ditches Chris Wilding, and now he's being matched up with High Pitch Eric. I'm so sorry. Please, someone, give Chris the next Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Joseph. Joseph, you're on the air in California. Hey, Howard. Hey, First now. Time, long time. Hey, now. Just uh, wanted to talk about how uh, disgusting that uh, segment was yesterday. I almost yes. vomited driving just listening to Eric and Chris talk about uh, how Chris was going to deep throw Eric, which I don't even know is possible, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why is everyone almost vomiting? How come no one is vomiting? Well, nobody likes to vomit. Oh, all right. Well, everyone's on the yeah. verge of it. actual vomiting yeah. would really make a statement. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to keep my car clean. I didn't want to get mine dirty. All right. Well, there you go. Well, anyway, a lot of feedback on that. There was another oh, there was a fascinating article in the paper today about, um, and I love this, the TV show Jeopardy is going to now have a, a tournament between a championship runoff yeah. between the three highest Jeopardy players. And well, making, if they make it, because they have to each get through three cycles of Jeopardy as winners before they can get into the final three. Oh, is that right? I thought the three That's of them. That's what are, I heard. No, I think the three of them are just going to go head to head. I heard that they also have to qualify to be a part of that final. Anybody hearing what Robin's talking about? Because that's not the way I interpret this article. I, I was listening to a, a news account of this tournament. That's fake news, I think, you were listening to. Oh, really? Yes. And I they think... said that they each had to... Because I know All right. Jennings, not Jennings, the other one, Holzhauer or whatever his name is, I saw him on an episode the other day, and they still haven't had this, this uh, three-off that they're talking about. Here, let me let me read this. The biggest, baddest Jeopardy champions are back. The three highest money winners in the trivia show history, Ken Jennings, Brad Rutter, and James Holzhauer, 
will pick up their buzzers again for a multi-night Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, ABC announced Monday. Jennings, Rudder, and Halshauser will go head-to-head in January in a race to three wins. Oh, so this is different. That's what I'm telling you. It's the three guys lined up against each other in a Jeopardy. Well, keep reading. The first to do so will win $1 million and the title of the greatest of all time. Runners-up will each receive $250,000. Based on their previous performances, these three are already the greatest. But you can't help wondering, who is the best of the best longtime host Alex Because they never have ever played against each other, have never, they? Never, never. That's what this is all about. Rudder apparently holds the record with $4,688,436 in winnings. And, and we the, never even heard of him. Right. Who is he? <laughs> and the honor of never having lost to a human opponent. Oh, he must have lost to a computer. You think these three geniuses would get together and come up with a cure for Alex Trebek? No, they're busy playing Jeopardy. That's why they're not geniuses. Right. Uh, so so all three of them will go up together in the tournament of 2019 Tournament of Champions. Quote, this is from Alex Trebek. I am always so blown away by the incredibly talented and legendary Alex... Oh, I don't know who's saying this. Who knows what the fuck this article is, but... Um, Trebek has been warning that his time at Jeopardy may be up soon. So maybe this is his last hurrah, you know, the three geniuses going up against each other. Uh, Quote, I will keep doing the show as long as my skills do not diminish and they have started to diminish, the host told CTV last month. The thought of the pancreatic cancer does not frighten me. I'm 79 years old, so hey, I've lived a good life, a full life. And I'm nearing the end of that life. I know that. Boy, he's got balls. I would be kicking and screaming, even what at 79. What difference does that make? Just saying. What do you mean, what difference does it make? Quick kicking and screaming doesn't make it stop. I know. Well, I'd be really upset. <laughs> I'm not putting on a brave face when I have to go. You're uh, going to be a mess. Yeah, and, I'm, and I lately I've been like, you know, I do not want to die without having a couple of years off the radio. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So you got to fit. How many years do you need off the radio? At least three to five. Oh, that's all? Yeah, at least. So. Well, you look at how long your parents are living. Yeah, but they're alive only because they're like in, in, in they're in, like almost in a they're coma. They're hermetically sealed. Yeah, they're in a box <laughs> that's sealed up and they can't get any germs <laughs> ah, or anything. There's no air getting in there. Right. They only leave the apartment to go downstairs for dinner and then they go back up. That's the only movement they have. And so the germs can't even get to them. <laughs> they can't even have a heart attack because they don't have to even use a heart for what their lifestyle. A heart barely, barely has, to, has beat. to beat. Yeah, there's nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they get out of bed and go, I got to go do something. Although my parents, um, they're constantly going to doctors, though, for maintenance. So they do have upkeep. Oh, my God. Oh, and I get every blow by blow. What are you doing today, Mom? Again with the doctors. Oh, really? Your father is having trouble with his hearing aid. Oh, yeah? And to tell you the truth, so am I. When I'm watching TV, it sounds like loud or something. Something's different. Well, why don't you go back to the audiologist? Oh, please, enough with that. I go there all the time. She doesn't have an answer. 
Well, how can she have an answer if you don't go? I go all the time. She says the same thing. And your father will take him to the audiologist because he's having a problem with his hearing aid. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Howard. Who? Howard. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Howard. I can't hear you. He's got. He's he's going to the. He's gonna go. I think he's got to go change his uh, hearing aid. He's got it. I don't think he had it in. What does he take it out when he sleeps? Yeah, he takes it out. So he's got. I don't think he put it in right. <laughs> so, what did you say? No, it's okay. I'm talking to Howard. Who? <laughs> did you put in your hearing aid? What? Did you put in your hearing aid? Hold on a second, would you please? Hold on. Did you, Daryl, did you put in your hearing aid? Yes. I'm talking to Howard. Who? <laughs> Howard. Howard. Oh, okay. He's got it in now. You know, and we, he <laughs> could just guess because how many people do you talk Nobody to? Nobody calls them. Yeah. It's either my cousin Julie. Or me or my sister. There's only three people who call. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's got to know who's on the phone. He's got to. No, he wants to know exactly. <laughs> she goes, it's Julie. Who? Julie. <laughs> Who? Julie. So, so we're going to go today to the, uh, to the oleologist. So, uh, and they keep you waiting, you know. They tell you 12.30, and your father and I are sitting there till 1.30. And we almost got up and left, but what am I going to do? I'll only have to go back there. <laughs> I love that laugh. Oh, that's some laugh. That laugh cuts right through me. <laughs> Unreal. Like, whenever she tells a story from the 900th time about me and, then yeah. and ends up with a laugh, it kills me. Howard was working at that. Oh, no. Like, here, I'll give you an example. Like, I'll be sitting there. And I've heard this story nine million times. And whenever she gets a hold of someone like Beth or something, she says, uh -huh. and, and, and basically, you know, like, I don't know. I'll say something about, oh, yeah, yeah, I was on the radio. I played guitar. Guitar? Let me tell you something. Howard told me he wants to play guitar when he was in college. <laughs> and I said, listen, if you're going to play guitar, you got to take lessons. Mom, we've heard this story. Beth never heard it. I think you told her. Listen to this one. So he says to me he wants to play guitar. He can't play the guitar. And uh, I said, you got to take lessons. Well, he gave me a look. I don't want lessons. <laughs> so he needed a guitar string. I took him over to the Baldwin Music Store. We go in there, and I say to the guy, nice young guy, I say to him, my son, listen to this one, eh, oh. my, son, my son wants to play guitar. He should take a lesson. He shot me a look, my son, 
And the guy says, we got a lovely teacher downstairs who can give him a lesson. Well, Howard pulled me aside. Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't want a lesson. Well, the guy comes over. Come on downstairs, take a lesson. So Howard goes down. And Howard took a lesson. Well, he came upstairs. Big smile on his face, you hear? And he says, Mom, when I come home from college, I want you to get me a lesson with this guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's right. <laughs> And I'm a big believer in lessons. And my husband is a big believer in lessons. Because believe me, my husband said I want Howard to play piano. Well, that piano teacher, that was some nightmare. He would come over. I would hide upstairs. <laughs> he wanted to quit. He said, I don't want to teach Howard. Howard is not learning and not practicing. My husband insisted. So I would hide upstairs and give Howard the money to pay him and tell him to say, your mother's not home. So you never showed up. <laughs> Mom, you've told this story to everyone, okay? So I didn't do well at piano, and you're the reason I can play guitar, okay? I'm not saying that. Yeah, well, you kind of are. Beth, let me teach you the laugh. Go like this. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hear this shit. I'm an older man now. I should be free of those stories. Well. I've reinvented myself. That's all they've got. Right. That's all they've got. <laughs> it's the only stories. That laugh is the only exercise my mother gets. <laughs> you know, I go, Mom, you should walk. When it's cold outside. Well, maybe you should walk when it's in the summer. It was warm. It was too hot to walk. Because they used to take walks, at least. I don't know what. You know, they used to go to the gym. They used to. And Look, now I'm thinking. We can't go to the gym anymore because. What? Tremendous traffic. Oh. Going into Manhattan. And we don't have the energy and the time to do it. But, you know, maybe... but if you walked, oh, you sound like me now. You're trying to be... <laughs> go ahead, tell talk to her. If you walked, you build up stamina. Listen, Robin. Yeah, you're not an expert at everything. You don't know my case. <laughs> I know your case. You don't need to know mine. And I'll tell you something. The but truth. walking is so good for you. You know well, what happens? We do get once what? a week. Alan takes us to the bagel bars. <laughs> And your father gets the herring. Me, I get the egg salad. Every week. Every week we go with Ellen. Now, on Saturday, we're going to go this week because yeah. Ellen's going away. <laughs> what is so funny about that? <laughs> <laughs> Got to change your day. But also, uh, my husband goes to the bank. Once a week. Oh, he does. That's right. 
I I imagine that the only thing you do, guys do now is go to the doctors no. with each other. Well, we go. Sometimes I go myself. But you do. That's right. I didn't imagine that. Uh, you didn't. You couldn't imagine that. That's too <laughs> bad, isn't it? And I'll tell you what. What? Then we go shopping on Friday is our day. Uh, you go shopping? What shopping? Well, we pick up items for the for the house. Groceries? Groceries. My husband wheels the uh, cart, and I put the items in. So that's exercise. Oh boy. And it sounds depressing, though. It's <laughs> not depressing. Hanging onto that card. <laughs> and we go and we get our items and uh, then we come home. You walk home? No, we, we drive. Oh. And uh, then we come home and we meditate for several hours. Do you ever see other people? Listen, Robin. <laughs> I called to talk to my son, not to you. No offense. I know he wants to ask that question. <laughs> my son is perfect. You don't need to tell him what to ask. All right. I got to go. Goodbye. Oh, boy. <laughs> you're, still, you're still talking to them? I'm going to hang up now. Good. Because it's enough, honey. Come on. No, right. they're busy. They got to go somewhere. Well, we got to go to lunch. All but, right. Mom, it's 730 in the morning. It's all right. We want to be first on lunch. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Wow. wow. All right. Listen, we got to uh, take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Hey, now. Soundgarden. Hey, now. The day I tried to live. I feel like I'm back in the 90s at K-Rock. WXRK, New York. Good morning, everybody. A little something from Soundgarden. The day I tried to live. Coming up next, who worked with a Booker. Booker yeah. didn't follow us. Who, who no. came up next? I don't even remember. Middays. George Meg Griffin Meg followed Griffin. us for a Coming while. Coming up, Meg Griffin. Yeah, I'm just doing a talk up here. 77 to drill at the uh, WXRKK Rock. Sound guy. Hey, now. Looking at that, uh, oh, beautiful. When I was looking at that um, story in the New York Post about the Kardashians, you know, that one that's a billionaire now, is like, you know. Kylie. I have so many millions of fans, like, I could sell them something and make billions of dollars. And I resisted that urge for my entire career. Looking at that article, I was like, why did I do that? I have so much integrity. And what's my what's reward? What's integrous about that? Integrous? Yeah. Is that a word? Yes. Really? Yes. If you live no, in it Britain. Is. No, it's it integrity. Is. In other words, what's integrous? Maybe you're right. <laughs> is that a word or are you fucking with me? I've heard people use oh, it. Oh, come on. Saddle, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word it says here. Yeah. You're doubting me? 
I, I, I think you're right, but I, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> Integris. Well, it just means that I wasn't like trying to milk every penny out of the audience. I could have come out with a makeup line. Maybe I could have come out with it, like a T-shirt or something. Yeah, but you, you know, I mean, it would have to be something you really, you know, she is into makeup. No, she's not. She doesn't care. She wears a lot she's of it. Is that enough makeup? What's so special about her makeup? Well, obviously, these companies need to be updated for next the next generation. And she was on the cutting edge. She knew what she knew. Kids wanted big lips. Right. Uh, Corey, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Hey, hey, now. I have a question. How you doing? I love you to death. I've been a fan for 30 years. What other words does uh, Robin know that I don't know? I should <laughs> make a list. Did you How know Integris? Um, What's so Integris no. about that? Integris. I don't know. Is that integrity? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, it is. It's a derivative of... Uh, okay, yeah, well, I'm sorry, Corey. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just no, hung up. I love you. I love you so much. And I know you say you don't get political. But it seems like between having Colbert on and Jimmy Kimmel and Seth Meyers and Rachel Seth Meyers will be on today, by the way. Yeah, but don't you see that, I mean, late, late night, besides Jimmy uh, Fallon, who's, who kind of stays in the middle, why, why all these guys who are so to the left? Why, 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 like, I'm not uh, having them on because of their politics, genius. I'm having them on because they're famous. People know who they are. They have interesting occupations. And they're funny, so that makes a slam dunk I, to be a guest. What the fuck's funny. wrong with you? It's a, I don't care if they're... <laughs> not who's Who? not, funny? not funny? Who isn't? Seth is a Go watch a special on Netflix. Funny. Go watch a special oh, on Netflix. Well, why would I waste Let me my time on that? I, well, then, how, save then how do you know if he's funny if you don't watch funny. his uh, stand-up? Because I've seen his stand-up. I'm on every night. He sucks. And you, he sucks. He talks about Trump. They, and it's funny as hell. He's probably the best at it. Trump? Oh, uh, he's the bad. Wait, so you're Corey, buddy, Corey, I'm not having him on wait, for. Wait. <sighs> so stupid. I've had on Kid Rock. I have on Ted Nugent. I've had on Robert O'Neill. I've had on Glenn Beck. I've had on Bill O'Reilly. I've had James Woods on. I've had Trump on. I've had on Governor Pataki. I've had Alex Jones on. I've had the real Alex Jones, I mean. What are you talking about? So fucking dumb. You know, people have become such assholes with this Trump and their politics. Well, they were always assholes. It didn't take Trump to make them assholes. <laughs> I mean, I had Roseanne on. She's not, uh, she's not, she, she happens to be for Trump. I've had Scott Baio on, who's for Trump. What fucking planet do you think I book guests on? Only people who don't vote for, I, I, I book interesting people on. People who have accomplished something that you might be interested in. But if somehow or other, they have this personal investment in it's just like criticizing a person's state. You know, if you say something about a city or a state that a person yeah. lives in, they take it personally. I mean, it's, it's the same way with President Trump. If they're pr Trump supporters, they can't they can't even see a joke about that person. Yeah, I, I don't know what what it is you're looking for. How can you make an argument that Seth Meyers isn't an interesting guest? He was the head writer on and Saturday Night Live. And he's not funny. The guy was the head writer on Saturday Night Live. He's really funny. You know? And um, he's really funny. You know how many... Uh, he does this show... I can't think of the name of the show offhand, but 
Gary, what's the one you watch? The one where it's fake documentaries and he writes most oh, of documentary them. Documentary now. <clears throat> documentary now he writes. He, the guy's prolific. But who cares whether he likes Trump or not? Why, why does every guest have to be evaluated by whether they like Trump? But that's what I'm saying. It's just like now you've hit my state. By the way, speaking of Trump, this book came out. and uh, The book by the guy, the anonymous one, you know, they don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but it's uh, anonymous. It's a White House staffer who first wrote an op-ed piece for the New York Times. And they're they're working deep inside the White House. And they're saying that, you know, they're saying all kinds of shit about Trump. They're saying that uh, Trump talked about eliminating federal judges, that some in his inner circle worry that he's in Putin's pocket. This anonymous wrote that uh, senior members of uh, Trump's team have considered sabotaging him or resigning in a large group. So, uh, you know, everyone's wondering, you know, first of all, I can't believe they can't figure out who this anonymous is in a town full of leakers and a town full of uh, people who are up in everyone's business. But anonymous, I got it figured out. You know who it is? Yeah. Here's my theory on it. You ready? Go. Anonymous is Kellyanne Conway. You think she's a double agent? Well, I'll tell you why. Her husband hates Trump so much. There's no fucking way that Kellyanne Conway could be married to this guy unless she was anonymous. Well, I've been reading that there are tensions in the marriage. Well, he blessed Trump bigger and better than anyone else. And he's married to Kellyanne Conway. I'm telling you, she's got to be anonymous. Well, like I said, if they're, if that is the case, that would be pulling off the best deep throat kind of thing ever. Right. Because she's so vocally in favor of the president publicly. And, uh, people are writing that this is fraying at the very fabric of their marriage. Well, they got to say that. So she's not a suspect. Well, that's what I'm saying, that they're doing it all right. Right. If this isn't true, they're doing exactly what you would expect, which is to say, yes, it is causing problems in our marriage. And by the way, whoever anonymous is, fuck you, by the way, because <laughs> like, you know what? Come forward. And, and, and if you have information on the president that is detrimental to this country, you should come forward and say it and say, or and should say, you stay there and continue to be the watchdog telling us everything that's going on? No, you should come forward and say, it's like Rudy Giuliani said the other day, I can never, ever, uh, Trump will never turn on me because I know too much. He, he said, um, I have insurance. Yeah. The, the exact words he used. And if you're a patriot and, and there's really something that you feel the president's been up to, if you have insurance information, shouldn't you be coming forward to help your country? What happened to, what, what, you know? Well, or, nobody or, cares about the country. And, and, and that's not fair to Donald Trump to say you have insurance unless you really do. If you don't have insurance and if you don't have information on Trump, that's not fair to Donald, honestly. But why would you be dealing with someone you have to keep insurance on? Exactly. King of all blacks, go ahead in New Jersey. I am so interested in this Trump thing. At first, I was just laughing it off like he's just a con man and all this. But, but now as you look at it, how does he do it? Is it a talent? Like, like to make people think that he cares? Like, I don't, 
I don't understand how nobody well, can do it. Well, political talent, in my definition of political talent, if I may, are people who are great at, uh, once they get in office, they're able to employ Republicans and Democrats together to get what they need accomplished legislatively. That's that's what my definition of political talent is. Uh, yeah. But but going around and somehow convincing people that, uh, you know, you're the greatest thing on earth and all of that, uh, that's just sort of entertainment. I don't know if it's political talent. But that's uh, what I'm saying. He's found a way. Maybe he tapped into... Like the way you said it, that's how I remember it. No, I think I think Donald tapped into everything accidentally. I really do think that running for president was a publicity stunt. And I think if one day he would ever come in here again, I think I could get him to kind of admit that. And and I think it was a it was kind of the I told you he was trying to get a raise from NBC. The ratings on The Apprentice had gone down. And one of the ways they figured to do it was to do what he did with his other two books and announce they're running for president and then not run. This time with NBC, he decided to run. And all of a sudden, he started winning. I think this is all an accident. I honestly do. But so the, so the people, the people like that caller, like, like people that defend him relentlessly, they know that he doesn't care about them. Like, no, I don't think that. I think they really do believe the president is doing well for them. I mean, that's the only thing I can figure out. I think they do. I, I, I honestly, and I think, think they're that. willing to overlook the shortcomings. And by shortcomings, I, I don't mean, even think they see them as shortcomings. I talk to people about you know who support the president all the time. Me too. They complete they didn't ever mention it they don't even say i don't like what he said about this it's like yes. he's doing really well yeah i mean i you talked to a big is? i talked to a big trump supporter the other day and then they were like he's got the balls to stand up to china and no other presidents had that i said but did you did you read that this standing up to china is killing the farmers we now have to subsidize them to the tune of tremendous taxpayer dollars and and then I you know you say to, and I said to them the thing that disturbs me about it is that in order to keep the economy going through the election that we're now going to have to cave in in this trade war and we're actually going to end up with a worse deal and the person just said to me oh you're just saying that I said no 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 I said I'm not just saying it I'm not I'm not being anti-Trump or pro-Trump in this discussion I'm telling you the facts that the trade war is not going to end up with us winning against China. And that campaign of fake news has all of them thinking anybody who says anything bad about the president is making it up. Yeah. So then, now, now that has the, but then that I throw my hands up in the air because I go, well, if you don't believe any news, if you don't believe that the New York Times is honest, then then we're then we're then we have don't have anything to talk. They about. They also think Hannity is giving them news, not opinion. Right. Yeah, All but right. Hannity, Hannity. Now listen, I'll tell you what Trump's real talent is, because this guy, he was yes. a great radio guest. He was fantastic at rating women. Now, what do I mean by that? He would assign a number from one to ten. And he was the first one ever to point out that Hollywood actresses aren't that high. He told me not to get so worked up over them. That the true tens in this world were not Hollywood right. actresses. 
he he yeah. pointed out, and he was the first one to come up with this theory, that it's more like hot hostesses, uh, people who are um, models, and and people who are competing, like in that world of um, like 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 regular girls with hot jobs. And he's going to the laundry mat. I see girls, Spanish girls, going to the laundry right. mat. They look fine as hell. Right. Oh, but who did he say was the hottest woman he ever met? Ivanka. No. Who? <laughs> Princess Diana. What? Well, yeah, I didn't. I don't remember that. He said it right here. Did he? I'll never forget it because while he would say all of that, the hottest women aren't the famous women. He then said the hottest woman I've ever met was Princess Di. Yeah, but let me say something. Jitties. I think he said that because he was trying to fuck her. <laughs> and he saw that as a huge opportunity to be like on the cover of Time magazine. Yeah, because I never looked at her like she looked. Because you know the, most I mean? the, mo the most and important thing. he thing stopped you when you said, I don't. He said, I've seen her in person. Yeah, Trump She's did say hot. she had supermodel looks. Yeah. He did say that. But I, okay, listen, he wasn't right about that. <laughs> but but you know what you know what sums him up what sums him up he's like poor white trash that hit the lottery for a billion dollars so no, well, that's I, your opinion that's your opinion thank you yeah you know, he's getting silly